This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 13th. You're listening to WNBF. The first licensed cannabis shop in upstate New York is open for business in downtown Binghamton. Damien Cornwell's On Point Cannabis was awarded a retail license by regulators in November. The Just Breathe shop at 75 Court Street has sold hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. The arduous licensing process for Cornwell was completed on Tuesday with official word from the state and approval of a special use permit by the Binghamton Planning Commission. Cornwell will own and operate the Binghamton store in a partnership with the Broome County Urban League. The business will open daily at noon and will close at 8 p.m. Monday through Wednesday, 9 p.m. Thursday, 10 p.m. Friday, and 9 p.m. Saturday. The store will be closed on Sundays. While expressing excitement that the shop now is in operation, Cornwell acknowledged there's pressure to do the right thing with the state's first licensed store outside New York City. For the first several days, Just Breathe will be selling cannabis products only to people who visit the Court Street location. It plans to launch a delivery service on February 17th. Various businesses have operated at the site of the new legal marijuana retailer. For decades, W.T. Grant Company had a store in the building. The place housed a Barbara Moss clothing store in the 1990s. It also was briefly home to the Urban League's Urban Star Vintage Boutique. Binghamton officials have ordered the entrances to a downtown restaurant closed until further notice because of concerns about the possibility of falling bricks. Matthew Jones of Burger Monday said the dining room and bar won't be operating until further notice. A small section of a parapet, a wall along the roof of the building at 23 Henry Street, collapsed Thursday morning. Several bricks fell to the sidewalk and onto State Street. Jones said the restaurant will be open for takeout only during normal hours. He expressed disappointment that customers won't be able to dine in for the time being. He said it's horrible. The business pivoted to the takeout model in the early weeks of the COVID-19 pandemic. A Syracuse area partnership acquired the five-story building for $2.2 million in August 2021. The owners had been planning to renovate the property. In a Facebook post, Laney Vasallo, one of the partners in the ownership group, wrote that a mason was quickly contacted after the owners learned of the falling bricks. Vasallo indicated efforts are underway to address the problem as quickly as possible. She said the company has worked to transform neglected properties into more beautiful and sustainable homes and apartments. Tim Moran of the rental company Foundation Housing on Friday afternoon said arrangements are being made with a contractor to get the needed equipment to the site to deal with the brick issue. He said he expects the affected section of State Street could be open in about a week. In Broome County Court, 45-year-old Eric Gross of Johnson City entered a plea of guilty to the felony charge of sexual conduct against a child in the second degree. Gross admitted that in 2008 in the city of Binghamton and in the village of Johnson City, he engaged in sexual contact with a child under 13 years old. Gross will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by 10 years post-release supervision on May 9th. He will also be required to register as a sex offender under the New York State Sex Offender Registration Act. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said abuse cases dating back 15 years are very difficult to prosecute. This resolution saves the victim from having to testify in court and relive the crime. If you or someone you know is a victim of abuse, please contact your local police or the DA's office. During a narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force last week, the Cortland Police Department conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the city of Cortland for a traffic infraction. The operator of the vehicle, Akil Geddes, was found to be operating the vehicle without a license, while also being in possession of approximately two ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of money. 
The cocaine had an approximate street value of over $5,700. Mr. Geddes was transported to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to wait arraignment. Mr. Geddes was arraigned in Cortland City Court on February 10th and released on his own recognizance. Mr. Geddes is due to appear in the Cortland City Court on March 1st at 11 a.m. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. During another narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force, the Cortland County Sheriff's Office conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the village of Marathon for a traffic infraction. The passenger of the vehicle, Artis Quiller, fled from the traffic stop on foot. The operator of the vehicle, Anthony Perkins, then fled from the stop in the vehicle. Mr. Quiller was taken into custody after a short foot pursuit. Mr. Perkins returned to the area a short time later, still driving the vehicle where he was stopped by the New York State Police. During the investigation, it was discovered that Mr. Perkins was operating the vehicle with with a suspended driver's license. It was also discovered that the defendants were in possession of approximately four and a half ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of U.S. currency. The cocaine discovered during the investigation has an approximate street value of over $12,500. As a result of the investigation, both defendants were arrested for the above charges and transported back to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to await arraignment. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins were arraigned on February 10th, where they were both remanded to the Cortland County Jail on no bail. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins are due to appear in the Town of Marathon Court on February 15th. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. The IRS says most relief checks issued by states last year won't be subject to federal taxes, providing late guidance as taxpayers have begun filing returns. The IRS said it won't challenge the taxability of payments related to general welfare and disaster, meaning taxpayers who receive those checks won't have to pay federal taxes on those direct payments. The guidance on Friday came a week after the IRS told payment recipients to delay filing taxes. All told, the IRS said special payments were made by 21 states in 2022. A U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden. It was the fourth such downing in eight days. Pentagon officials believe the latest military strike in an extraordinary chain of events over U.S. airspace has no peacetime precedent. The head of NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, General Glenn Verherk, says part of the reason for the repeated shootdowns is a heightened alert following a spy balloon from China that emerged over U.S. airspace in late January. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, sunny with a high near 49 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 30. Wind could gust as high as 24 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 33. Wind gusts as high as 24 miles per hour. Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Winds as high as 29 miles per hour. And Wednesday night, partly cloudy, a low near 42 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Golf Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Reserve your new Toyota at Galt Toyota. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest. And then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand including myself i didn't now i do uh the impact of having a stroke my memory is shot when i woke up i couldn't speak lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke 
If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it, or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life, but I'm going to make it better. I'm coming back. Ask your doctor. Check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. First, this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 13th. It's 613. You're listening to WNBF's First News. With me, James Kelly, on this Super Bowl Monday. Now, if anybody else is awake right now who did, in fact, watch the big game last night, the little football game that happened, I'm sorry in advance. I have long held that this Monday should be a holiday. We shouldn't have to do anything. It was tough watching the game last night and then waking up at 345, bright and early. That was tough. So to anyone else who's up in the early morning after staying up late for a football game. Well, it's going to be a rough day for us, but we'll get through it like we do every year. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, but could see some icy conditions in some areas, so drive safely out there, and if you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 32 degrees outside. Today, sunny with a high near 50. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 31. Wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 36. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 44 degrees. I just see a high of 56 degrees in Binghamton, New York in February. Love that. 615. You're listening to WMBF. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Six eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Patrick Mahomes was magical when the Kansas City Chiefs desperately needed him to pull off another Super Bowl comeback. Playing on an injured ankle, Mahomes threw two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and scrambled 26 yards on the go-ahead drive before Harrison Butker kicked a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left to give the Chiefs a 38-35 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. 
The Chiefs won their second NFL title in four years, and two-time NFL MVP Mahomes earned his second Super Bowl MVP award. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts excelled in the first Super Bowl matchup featuring two black starting quarterbacks, but Mahomes turned it up in the second half after re-aggravating a sprained right ankle. A good game. Some other sports news. Jalen Brunson scored 22 of his 38 points in the first half. Josh Hart had 11 points off the bench in his Knicks debut. And New York outlasted the Utah Jazz 126-120. to Julius Randle added 31 for New York, which has won 3 of 4. R.J. Barrett scored 20 points before fouling out. And Emmanuel quickly finished with 15. Hart was acquired Wednesday night from Portland. He added 7 rebounds and 4 assists. Lori Markkinen scored 29 points to lead the Jazz, who lost for the fourth time in five games. Jordan Clarkson had 24. Taylor Horton Tucker had added 23 off the bench. And Colin Sexton finished with 15. Joel Embiid had 37 points and 13 rebounds. James Harden scored 29 points in his first game in Brooklyn since being traded a year ago to begin a Big 3 breakup. And the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Nets 101-98. to The 76ers got a victory instead of overtime when Spencer Dinwiddie's three-pointer was ruled too late after a video review. Harden added six rebounds and six assists after being booed in introductions and then early in the game. He had arrived in January 2021 to play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, then asked out and was gone just 13 months later, swapped in a deal for Ben Simmons at last year's trade deadline. And James Harden isn't surprised Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wanted out of Brooklyn, having tired quickly of the dysfunction he saw in his brief time with the Nets and asking out. He says he didn't just ask to leave for no reason. Harden was traded to Philadelphia at the 2022 trade deadline. By the time he came back Saturday for the first time in the regular season, just a year later, Durant and Irving were also gone. He wouldn't specify his reasons for souring so quickly, but made clear he felt there were problems within the Nets organization. Some local basketball, Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco had 20 points apiece in Binghamton's 80-66 overtime victory against Albany on Saturday. The Bearcats are now 11-13 with the win, and the Great Danes fell to 6-21. The Bearcats 7-4 in the America East Conference. Tight conference, as you've heard from Roger Neal on a few occasions. Those should be interesting over the month of February. See if the Bearcats have a chance to go to the big tournament in March. Some hockey action. Artemi Panarin scored four goals to help the New York Rangers blow open a close game late and beat the Carolina Hurricanes 6-2. Panarin scored three times in the third period for his first hat-trick since 2019. Mika Zimanejad and Capo Caco also scored for New York, and Jaroslav Halak made 27 saves. Tuvo Teravainen and Jasperi Kotkainimi scored for Carolina. First-place Hurricanes had carried a seven-game winning streak out of the All-Star break. The Rangers have won both meetings this season after eliminating the Hurricanes last year in a seven-game playoff series. And Mike Matheson scored in overtime to lift the Montreal Canadiens over the New York Islanders 4-3. Nick Suzuki broke a nine-game scoring drought, while Justin Barron and Kirby Dock added third-period goals. Mike Hoffman collected three assists, and Samuel Montembault made 27 saves. Brock Nelson, Bo Horvat, and Matt Martin scored for the Islanders, and Noah Dobson collected two assists. Semyon Varlamov made 27 saves as New York suffered back-to-back losses. And the Calgary Flames scored four times in just over five minutes in their 7-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres. Dylan Dube had a goal and three assists for Calgary, and Tyler Toffoli had two goals and an assist. Jacob Pelletier, Michael Backlund, Nazem Kadri, and Dennis Gilbert also scored, while Jacob Markstrom made 21 saves. 
Tage Thompson and Casey Middlestadt scored for the Sabres, and goalie Ukopeka Lukanen made 33 saves. After falling behind 2-0, the Flames took control with a dominant second period surge. 6.22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Weekend. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Whether you're rooting for the Eagles or the Chiefs, or maybe you're just a casual fan this year, it's probably going to cost you something if you plan to watch the big game. The National Retail Federation says we're expected to spend more than $85 billion nationally, from food and drinks to apparel and even TVs. Tuesday is Valentine's Day, and if you ignored your Valentine on Super Bowl Sunday, you may need to do something special to get back in their good graces. The NRF predicting will spend an average of $193 on our beloved this year. That's up 10% from last year. Flowers, chocolates, and cards are the most popular gifts. Look for two key economic reports this week. On Tuesday, we get consumer prices and wholesale prices on Thursday. The weekly jobless claims numbers will be released on Thursday as well. Last week, the Labor Department said first-time filings rose by 13,000, but the overall number is still historically low. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Did you know you could... Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You ever wonder why you get more colds and flu in the winter? After all, there are plenty of germs swirling around in the spring and summer months as well. Well, there's probably a lot of reasons, but researchers at Harvard Medical School and Northeastern University in Boston think they have figured out another one. And it's because the cold air itself damages the immune response occurring inside the nose. According to this new study, reducing the temperature inside the nose by as little as 9 degrees Fahrenheit kills nearly 50% of the billions of virus and bacteria-fighting cells in the nostrils. So keeping your nose warm, in theory, could actually help boost your immunity. Now, there are other ways to do that, obviously, including putting an even greater emphasis on healthy eating and getting enough sleep. And don't forget about one of the most important things you can do. Simply wash your hands. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Has the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned? Would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both reveal how to protect your savings in uncertain times. It's absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste. Plus, superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs with six times more vitamin D, ten times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Texting private. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 629 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. I haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roadways this morning. 
but could see some icy conditions in some areas, so drive safely out there. And if you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 32 degrees outside. Today sunny with a high near 50. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 31. Wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tomorrow mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night increase in clouds, a low near 36. And Wednesday partly sunny with a high near 56. Winds as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night mostly cloudy, a low near 44 degrees. 629, you're listening to WMBF. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Club's International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. You deserve- on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. I'm going to put on a show at this famous theater. Magic Mike's last dance bowed in first at the box office on a slow Super Bowl weekend. So slow, all it took was 8.2 million bucks for the third Magic Mike movie to do it. Let's get it done. Avatar The Way of Water rose a spot to second, earning 6.9 million in week eight. The 25th anniversary theatrical re-release of Titanic taking third with $6.4 million. It was a very good weekend for filmmaker James Cameron. You're not in Kansas anymore. In fact, with 2009's Avatar still the highest grossing movie of all time worldwide, Cameron's in the enviable position of watching The Way of Water and Titanic trade the third and fourth spots on that list. Harry Styles swept the Brit Awards Saturday night, the UK's Grammys equivalent, winning the four top trophies, including Artist of the Year. And Peter Gabriel is 73 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. It's an interview. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. Real products are tested for safety. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. Blew his chances to play basketball in college. Go for real. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 13th. You're listening to WMBF. The first licensed cannabis shop in upstate New York is open for business in downtown Binghamton. Damien Cornwell's On Point Cannabis was awarded a retail license by regulators in November. The Just Breathe shop at 75 Court Street has sold hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. 
The arduous licensing process for Cornwell was completed on Tuesday with official word from the state and approval of a special use permit by the Binghamton Planning Commission. Cornwell will own and operate the Binghamton store in a partnership with the Broome County Urban League. The business will open daily at noon and will close at 8 p.m. Monday through Wednesday, 9 p.m. Thursday, 10 p.m. Friday, and 9 p.m. Saturday. The store will be closed on Sundays. While expressing excitement that the shop now is in operation, Cornwell acknowledged there's pressure to do the right thing with the state's first licensed store outside New York City. For the first several days, Just Breathe will be selling cannabis products only to people who visit the Court Street location. It plans to launch a delivery service on February 17th. Various businesses have operated at the site of the new legal marijuana retailer. For decades, W.T. Grant Company had a store in the building. The place housed a Barbara Moss clothing store in the 1990s. It also was briefly home to the Urban League's Urban Star Vintage Boutique. Binghamton officials have ordered the entrances to a downtown restaurant closed until further notice because of concerns about the possibility of falling bricks. Matthew Jones of Burger Monday said the dining room and bar won't be operating until further notice. A small section of a parapet, a wall along the roof of the building at 23 Henry Street, collapsed Thursday morning. Several bricks fell to the sidewalk and onto State Street. Jones said the restaurant will be open for takeout only during normal hours. He expressed disappointment that customers won't be able to dine in for the time being. He said it's horrible. The business pivoted to the takeout model in the early weeks of the COVID-19 pandemic. A Syracuse area partnership acquired the five-story building for $2.2 million in August 2021. The owners had been planning to renovate the property. In a Facebook post, Laney Vasallo, one of the partners in the ownership group, wrote that a mason was quickly contacted after the owners learned of the falling bricks. Vasallo indicated efforts are underway to address the problem as quickly as possible. She said the company has worked to transform neglected properties into more beautiful and sustainable homes and apartments. Tim Moran of the rental company Foundation Housing on Friday afternoon said arrangements are being made with a contractor to get the needed equipment to the site to deal with the brick issue. He said he expects the affected section of State Street could be open in about a week. In Broome County Court, 45-year-old Eric Gross of Johnson City entered a plea of guilty to the felony charge of sexual conduct against a child in the second degree. Gross admitted that in 2008 in the city of Binghamton and in the village of Johnson City, he engaged in sexual contact with a child under 13 years old. Gross will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by 10 years post-release supervision on May 9th. He will also be required to register as a sex offender under the New York State Sex Offender Registration Act. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said abuse cases dating back 15 years are very difficult to prosecute. This resolution saves the victim from having to testify in court and relive the crime. If you or someone you know is a victim of abuse, please contact your local police or the DA's office. During a narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force last week, the Cortland Police Department conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the city of Cortland for a traffic infraction. The operator of the vehicle, Akil Geddes, was found to be operating the vehicle without a license, while also being in possession of approximately two ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of money. The cocaine had an approximate street value of over $5,700. Mr. Geddes was transported to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to wait arraignment. Mr. Geddes was arraigned in Cortland City Court on February 10th and released on his own recognizance. Mr. Geddes is due to appear in the Cortland City Court on March 1st at 11 a.m. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. During another narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force, the Cortland County Sheriff's Office conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the village of Marathon for a traffic infraction. The passenger of the vehicle, Artis Quiller, fled from the traffic stop on foot. 
The operator of the vehicle, Anthony Perkins, then fled from the stop in the vehicle. Mr. Quiller was taken into custody after a short foot pursuit. Mr. Perkins returned to the area a short time later, still driving the vehicle, where he was stopped by the New York State Police. During the investigation, it was discovered that Mr. Perkins was operating the vehicle with, with a suspended driver's license. It was also discovered that the defendants were in possession of approximately four and a half ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of U.S. currency. The cocaine discovered during the investigation has an approximate street value of over $12,500. As a result of the investigation, both defendants were arrested for the above charges and transported back to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to await arraignment. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins were arraigned on February 10th, where they were both remanded to the Cortland County Jail on no bail. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins are due to appear in the town of Marathon Court on February 15th. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. The IRS says most relief checks issued by states last year won't be subject to federal taxes, providing late guidance as taxpayers have begun filing returns. The IRS said it won't challenge the taxability of payments related to general welfare and disaster, meaning taxpayers who receive those checks won't have to pay federal taxes on those direct payments. The guidance on Friday came a week after the IRS told payment recipients to delay filing taxes. All told, the IRS said special payments were made by 21 states in 2022. A U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden. It was the fourth such downing in eight days. Pentagon officials believe the latest military strike in an extraordinary chain of events over U.S. airspace has no peacetime precedent. The head of NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, General Glenn Verherk, says part of the reason for the repeated shootdowns is a heightened alert following a spy balloon from China that emerged over U.S. airspace in late January. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, sunny with a high near 49 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 30, wind could gust as high as 24 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 33. Wind gusts as high as 24 miles per hour. Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Winds as high as 29 miles per hour. And Wednesday night, partly cloudy, a low near 42 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. First. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Six forty-four on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. And I just had somebody call me, ask me about what I thought of the big game last night. We'll get to it. We'll get to it today. 
I'll probably save that conversation. I don't know. Maybe the 7 o'clock hour. Maybe the 8 o'clock hour. We'll break it down. We'll talk some football. Some other things coming up in the Binghamton area. Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival, Saturday, March 25th. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. You know, you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. Don't wait. March is almost here. Get those tickets ahead of time. You know you're going to go. You know you're going to go to the Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival. Why wait? Why wait to get the tickets? We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. 6.45. You're listening to WMBF. If you... on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, but could see some icy conditions in some areas, so drive safely out there. And if you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 32 degrees outside. Today sunny with a high near 50. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 31, wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 36. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 44 degrees. 649, you're listening to WMBF. Please, if you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition, and Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, pulmonary rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Cell phone radiation is back in the news, and here's what you need to know. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Be prepared for the unexpected. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. Your cell phone emits radiation even when you're not using it because it's always in contact with the nearest cell phone tower. Our government says the radiation can't harm you. But ProPublica reports that both the FCC and FDA base that on over 20-year-old data. And there's new research proving health risks, even if our exposure is below those limits. This radiation can affect fetal development and perhaps even trigger some forms of cancer. New studies of people living near cell towers list an array of health complaints. Dizziness, nausea, headaches, tendinitis, insomnia. For now, play it safe. Never put a cell phone to your ear. This is especially true for children. And pregnant women, keep that phone away from both your heads and your bellies at all times. You can be the smartest person in the room. Get my daily longer podcast called Kim Commando today. 
Dell Technologies President's Day business event starts now with deals to power America's doers and dreamers. Save on select performance business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. And don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories. Plus, get free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL for President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL, 877-ASK-DELL. Tim, we need to talk. I just can't get over that rate increase from Verizon and AT&T last year. We'll switch to T-Mobile and get their price lock guarantee. They won't raise our rates for talk, text, and data ever. Oh, we're switching today. Switch to T-Mobile and get four lines for 25 bucks a line with our price lock guarantee. We won't raise the price of your rate plan for talk, text, and data ever. Four lines for $25 per line with auto pay, plus taxes and fees. $5 more per month without auto pay. Price lock for qualifying services excludes taxes, fees, select promos, and third-party services. See T-Mobile.com for details. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Patrick Mahomes was magical when the Kansas City Chiefs desperately needed him to pull another Super Bowl comeback off. Playing on an injured ankle, Mahomes threw two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and scrambled 26 yards on the go-ahead drive before Harrison Butker kicked a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left to give the Chiefs a 38-35 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. The Chiefs won their second NFL title in four years, and two-time NFL MVP Mahomes earned his second Super Bowl MVP award. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts excelled in the first Super Bowl matchup featuring two black starting quarterbacks, but Mahomes turned it up in the second half after re-aggravating a sprained right ankle. Jalen Brunson scored 22 of his 38 points in the first half. Josh Hart had 11 points off the bench in his Knicks debut, and New York outlasted the Utah Jazz 126-120. Julius Randle added 31 for New York, which has won three of four. R.J. Barrett scored 20 points before fouling out, and Emmanuel quickly finished with 15. Hart was acquired Wednesday night from Portland. He added seven rebounds and four assists. Laurie Markkinen scored 29 points to lead the Jazz, who lost for the fourth time in five games. Jordan Clarkson had 24. Taylor Horton Tucker added 23 off the bench, and Colin Sexton finished with 15. Joel Embiid had 37 points and 13 rebounds. James Harden scored 29 points in his first game in Brooklyn since being traded a year ago to begin a big three breakup. And the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Nets 101-98. The 76ers got a victory instead of overtime when Spencer Dinwiddie's three-pointer was ruled too late after a video review. Harden added six rebounds and six assists after being booed in introductions and then early in the game. He had arrived in January 2021 to play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving then asked out and was gone after just 13 months later, swapped in a deal for Ben Simmons at last year's trade deadline. James Harden isn't surprised Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wanted out of Brooklyn, having tired quickly of the dysfunction he saw in his brief time with the Nets and asking out. He says he just didn't just ask to leave for no reason. Harden was traded to Philadelphia at the 2022 trade deadline. By the time he came back Saturday for the first time in the regular season just a year later, Durant and Irving were also gone. He wouldn't specify his reasons for souring so quickly, but made clear he felt there were problems within the Nets organization. Some local basketball. Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco had 20 points apiece in Binghamton's 80-66 overtime victory against Albany on Saturday. The Bearcats are now 11-13 with the win, and the Great Danes fell to 6-21. The Bearcats 7-4 in America East play. Conference tournament coming up. 
Some hockey action. Artemi Panarin scored four goals to help the New York Rangers blow open a close game late and beat the Carolina Hurricanes 6-2. Mike Matheson scored in overtime to lift the Montreal Canadiens over the New York Islanders 4-3. And the Calgary Flames scored four times in just over five minutes in their 7-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres. Some other sports news. Derek Jeter will be part of Fox Sports' MLB studio coverage for the coming season. Fox Sports made the announcement during its Super Bowl pregame show. Former teammate Alex Rodriguez hugged Jeter as he came on stage and presented him with a Fox Sports baseball jersey. Jeter also joins fellow Hall of Famer David Ortiz and host Kevin Burkhart as part of the studio team. 659, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number one of WMBF's First News with James Kelly. Got two more hours to go on this Monday before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program, ask about the Binghamton area. Up next, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 13th. You're listening to WMBF. The first licensed cannabis shop in upstate New York is open for business in downtown Binghamton. Damien Cornwell's On Point Cannabis was awarded a retail license by regulators in November. The Just Breathe shop at 75 Court Street has sold hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. The arduous licensing process for Cornwell was completed on Tuesday with official word from the state and approval of a special use permit by the Binghamton Planning Commission. Cornwell will own and operate the Binghamton store in a partnership with the Broome County Urban League. The business will open daily at noon and will close at 8 p.m. Monday through Wednesday, 9 p.m. Thursday, 10 p.m. Friday, and 9 p.m. Saturday. The store will be closed on Sundays. While expressing excitement that the shop now is in operation, Cornwell acknowledged there's pressure to do the right thing with the state's first licensed store outside New York City. For the first several days, Just Breathe will be selling cannabis products only to people who visit the Court Street location. It plans to launch a delivery service on February 17th. Various businesses have operated at the site of the new legal marijuana retailer. For decades, W.T. Grant Company had a store in the building. The place housed a Barbara Moss clothing store in the 1990s. It also was briefly home to the Urban League's Urban Star Vintage Boutique. Binghamton officials have ordered the entrances to a downtown restaurant closed until further notice because of concerns about the possibility of falling bricks. Matthew Jones of Burger Monday said the dining room and bar won't be operating until further notice. A small section of a parapet, a wall along the roof of the building at 23 Henry Street, collapsed Thursday morning. Several bricks fell to the sidewalk and onto State Street. Jones said the restaurant will be open for takeout only during normal hours. He expressed disappointment that customers won't be able to dine in for the time being. He said it's horrible. The business pivoted to the takeout model in the early weeks of the COVID-19 pandemic. A Syracuse area partnership acquired the five-story building for $2.2 million in August 2021. The owners had been planning to renovate the property. In a Facebook post, Laney Vasallo, one of the partners in the ownership group, wrote that a mason was quickly contacted after the owners learned of the falling bricks. 
Vassallo indicated efforts are underway to address the problem as quickly as possible. She said the company has worked to transform neglected properties into more beautiful and sustainable homes and apartments. Tim Moran of the rental company Foundation Housing on Friday afternoon said arrangements are being made with a contractor to get the needed equipment to the site to deal with the brick issue. He said he expects the affected section of State Street could be open in about a week. In Broome County Court, 45-year-old Eric Gross of Johnson City entered a plea of guilty to the felony charge of sexual conduct against a child in the second degree. Gross admitted that in 2008 in the city of Binghamton and in the village of Johnson City, he engaged in sexual contact with a child under 13 years old. Gross will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by 10 years post-release supervision on May 9th. He will also be required to register as a sex offender under the New York State Sex Offender Registration Act. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said abuse cases dating back 15 years are very difficult to prosecute. This resolution saves the victim from having to testify in court and relive the crime. If you or someone you know is a victim of abuse, please contact your local police or the DA's office. During a narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force last week, the Cortland Police Department conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the city of Cortland for a traffic infraction. The operator of the vehicle, Akil Geddes, was found to be operating the vehicle without a license, while also being in possession of approximately two ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of money. The cocaine had an approximate street value of over $5,700. Mr. Geddes was transported to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to wait arraignment. Mr. Geddes was arraigned in Cortland City Court on February 10th and released on his own recognizance. Mr. Geddes is due to appear in the Cortland City Court on March 1st at 11 a.m. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. During another narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force, the Cortland County Sheriff's Office conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the village of Marathon for a traffic infraction. The passenger of the vehicle, Artis Quiller, fled from the traffic stop on foot. The operator of the vehicle, Anthony Perkins, then fled from the stop in the vehicle. Mr. Quiller was taken into custody after a short foot pursuit. Mr. Perkins returned to the area a short time later, still driving the vehicle where he was stopped by the New York State Police. During the investigation, it was discovered that Mr. Perkins was operating the vehicle with with a suspended driver's license. It was also discovered that the defendants were in possession of approximately four and a half ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of U.S. currency. The cocaine discovered during the investigation has an approximate street value of over $12,500. As a result of the investigation, both defendants were arrested for the above charges and transported back to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to await arraignment. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins were arraigned on February 10th, where they were both remanded to the Cortland County Jail on no bail. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins are due to appear in the Town of Marathon Court on February 15th. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. The IRS says most relief checks issued by states last year won't be subject to federal taxes, providing late guidance as taxpayers have begun filing returns. The IRS said it won't challenge the taxability of payments related to general welfare and disaster, meaning taxpayers who receive those checks won't have to pay federal taxes on those direct payments. The guidance on Friday came a week after the IRS told payment recipients to delay filing taxes. All told, the IRS said special payments were made by 21 states in 2022. A U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden. It was the fourth such downing in eight days. Pentagon officials believe the latest military strike in an extraordinary chain of events over U.S. airspace has no peacetime precedent. The head of NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, General Glenn Verherk, 
says part of the reason for the repeated shootdowns is a heightened alert following a spy balloon from China that emerged over U.S. airspace in late January. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, sunny with a high near 49 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 30. Wind could gust as high as 24 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 33. Wind gusts as high as 24 miles per hour. Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Winds as high as 29 miles per hour. And Wednesday night, partly cloudy, a low near 42 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Hi, folks. Seven thirteen on WMBF. One hour down of first news. Two hours to go. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, but could see some icy conditions in some areas. So drive safely out there, and if you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 26 degrees outside. Today sunny with a high near 50. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 31. Wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tomorrow mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night increasing clouds with a low near 36. And Wednesday partly sunny with a high near 56. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night mostly cloudy. A low near 44 degrees. 714. You're listening to WMBF. You're one on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Patrick Mahomes was magical when the Kansas City Chiefs desperately needed him to pull off another Super Bowl comeback. Playing on an injured ankle, Mahomes threw two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and scrambled 26 yards on the go-ahead drive before Harrison Butker kicked a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left to give the Chiefs a 38-35 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. The Chiefs won their second NFL title in four years and two-time NFL MVP Mahomes earned his second Super Bowl MVP award. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts excelled in the first Super Bowl matchup featuring two black starting quarterbacks, but Mahomes turned it up in the second half after re-aggravating a sprained right ankle. Some basketball action. Jalen Brunson scored 22 of his 38 points in the first half. Josh Hart had 11 points off the bench in his Knicks debut, and New York outlasted the Utah Jazz 126-120. 
Julius Randle added 31 for New York, which is one three of four. R.J. Barrett scored 20 points before fouling out, and Emmanuel quickly finished with 15. Hart was acquired Wednesday night from Portland. He added seven rebounds and four assists. Laurie Markkinen scored 29 points to lead the Jazz, who lost for the fourth time in five games. Jordan Clarkson had 24. Talon Horton Tucker added 23 off the bench. And Colin Sexton finished with 15. For the Nets, Joel Embiid had 37 points and 13 rebounds. James Harden scored 29 points in his first game in Brooklyn since being traded a year ago to begin a big three breakup. And the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Nets 101-98. The 76ers got a victory instead of overtime when Spencer Dinwiddie's three-pointer was ruled too late after a video review. Harden added six rebounds and six assists after being booed in introductions and then early in the game. He had arrived in January 2021 to play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, then asked out and was gone just 13 months later, swapped in a deal for Ben Simmons at last year's trade deadline. And Harden isn't surprised Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wanted out of Brooklyn, having tired quickly of the dysfunction he saw in his brief time with the Nets. And he says he didn't just ask to leave for no reason. Harden was traded to Philadelphia at the 2022 trade deadline. By the time he came back Saturday for the first time in the regular season, just a year later, Durant and Irving were also gone. He wouldn't specify his reasons for souring so quickly, but made clear he felt there were problems within the Nets organization. Some local basketball action. Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco had 20 points apiece in Binghamton's 80-66 overtime victory against Albany on Saturday. The Bearcats are now 11-13 with the win, and the Great Danes fell to 6-21. Some hockey action. Our team Panarin scored four goals to help the New York Rangers blow open a close game late and beat the Carolina Hurricanes 6-2. Panarin scored three times in the third period for his first hat trick since 2019. Mika Zemanejad and Capo Caco also scored for New York, and Jaroslav Halak made 27 saves. For the Islanders, Mike Matheson scored in overtime to lift the Montreal Canadiens over the New York Islanders 4-3. Nick Suzuki broke a nine-game scoring drought while Justin Barron and Kirby Dock added third-period goals. Mike Hoffman collected three assists, and Samuel Montembault made 27 saves. Brock Nelson, Bo Horvat, and Matt Martin scored for the Islanders. Noah Dobson collected two assists. Semyon Varlamov made 27 saves as New York suffered back-to-back losses. And the Calgary Flames scored four times in just over five minutes in their 7-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres. Dylan Dube had a goal and three assists for Calgary, and Tyler Toffoli had two goals and an assist. Jacob Pelletier, Michael Backlund, Nazem Kadri, and Dennis Gilbert also scored, while Jacob Markstrom made 21 saves. Tage Thompson and Casey Middlestat scored for the Sabres, and goalie Uko Pekalukkanen made 33 saves. After falling behind 2-0, the Flames took control with a dominant second-period surge. And Derek Jeter will be part of Fox Sports' MLB studio coverage for the coming season. Fox Sports made the announcement during its Super Bowl pregame show. Former teammate Alex Rodriguez hugged Jeter as he came on stage and presented him with a Fox Sports baseball jersey. Jeter also joins fellow Hall of Famer David Ortiz and host Kevin Burkhardt as part of the studio team. Jeter and Rodriguez played together on the New York Yankees for 10 seasons, but their relationship wasn't close. Jeter said last season during Rodriguez's ESPN show Sunday Night Baseball that the two had met to talk and clear things up. 721 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. 
From ABC News, Wall Street Now. A rocky week in the stock market ended Friday with the Dow Jones gaining 169 points to close at 33,869. The Standard & Poor's 500 picked up two-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite gave up six-tenths to close out last week. Falling demand pushed down crude oil prices this morning after a 2% surge on Friday, prompted by Russia's decision to curtail its output. West Texas Intermediate Crude was at 79.04 a barrel this morning. That's down 68 cents since Friday. Rising home prices are opening the door for more homeowners to tap into the equity they built up. Credit Bureau TransUnion says the number of new home equity loans jumped 47% in the third quarter of 2022. Rising inflation appears to be driving more consumers back to their old fast food habits. As fast, casual and sit-down restaurants struggle to attract customers, McDonald's same-store sales climbed 10% in the latest quarter. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when Dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Seven twenty-five on WMBF. Now, time for ABC's Focus on the White House. Focus on the White House. President Biden addressed the nation's governors as the winter meeting of the National Governors Association wrapped up. The thing I like about working with governors, you just having to get things done. He credited the governors for doing just that. We've gone through a couple tough last uh, two to six years. I mean, things have things have been up and down. And uh, and so you you really had to you, ha- you had to be on your toes and you had to be ready to answer all the questions that you get asked. He talked up bipartisanship. I think we've made some bipartisan progress, and uh, and and a lot of it. For example, the idea that we have uh, over a trillion two hundred billion dollars in infrastructure to rebuild this country over the next ten years. The president continues talking economy this week, addressing the National Association of Counties tomorrow and in Maryland on Wednesday. Richard Cantu, ABC News. News Radio 1290-WMBF. 728 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, but could see some icy conditions in some areas, so drive safely out there. And if you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 26 degrees outside. Today sunny with a high near 50, wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 31, wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. 
Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 36. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 44 degrees. 729, you're listening to WMBF. Today might be the day I drop out of school. But you might be able to stop me. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. I'm going to put on a show at this famous theater. Magic Mike's Last Dance bowed in first at the box office on a slow Super Bowl weekend. So slow, all it took was 8.2 million bucks for the third Magic Mike movie to do it. Let's get it done. Avatar The Way of Water rose a spot to second, earning 6.9 million in week eight. The 25th anniversary theatrical re-release of Titanic taking third with $6.4 million. It was a very good weekend for filmmaker James Cameron. You are not in Kansas anymore. In fact, with 2009's Avatar still the highest grossing movie of all time worldwide, Cameron's in the enviable position of watching The Way of Water and Titanic trade the third and fourth spots on that list. Harry Styles swept the Brit Awards Saturday night, the UK's Grammys equivalent, winning the four top trophies, including Artist of the Year. And Peter Gabriel is 73 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash OTC pain info. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 13th. You're listening to WNBF. 
The first licensed cannabis shop in upstate New York is open for business in downtown Binghamton. Damien Cornwell's On Point Cannabis was awarded a retail license by regulators in November. The Just Breathe shop at 75 Court Street has sold hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. The arduous licensing process for Cornwell was completed on Tuesday with official word from the state and approval of a special use permit by the Binghamton Planning Commission. Cornwell will own and operate the Binghamton store in a partnership with the Broome County Urban League. The business will open daily at noon and will close at 8 p.m. Monday through Wednesday, 9 p.m. Thursday, 10 p.m. Friday, and 9 p.m. Saturday. The store will be closed on Sundays. While expressing excitement that the shop now is in operation, Cornwell acknowledged there's pressure to do the right thing with the state's first licensed store outside New York City. For the first several days, Just Breathe will be selling cannabis products only to people who visit the Court Street location. It plans to launch a delivery service on February 17th. Various businesses have operated at the site of the new legal marijuana retailer. For decades, W.T. Grant Company had a store in the building. The place housed a Barbara Moss clothing store in the 1990s. It also was briefly home to the Urban League's Urban Star Vintage Boutique. Binghamton officials have ordered the entrances to a downtown restaurant closed until further notice because of concerns about the possibility of falling bricks. Matthew Jones of Burger Monday said the dining room and bar won't be operating until further notice. A small section of a parapet, a wall along the roof of the building at 23 Henry Street, collapsed Thursday morning. Several bricks fell to the sidewalk and onto State Street. Jones said the restaurant will be open for takeout only during normal hours. He expressed disappointment that customers won't be able to dine in for the time being. He said it's horrible. The business pivoted to the takeout model in the early weeks of the COVID-19 pandemic. A Syracuse area partnership acquired the five-story building for $2.2 million in August 2021. The owners had been planning to renovate the property. In a Facebook post, Laney Vasallo, one of the partners in the ownership group, wrote that a mason was quickly contacted after the owners learned of the falling bricks. Vasallo indicated efforts are underway to address the problem as quickly as possible. She said the company has worked to transform neglected properties into more beautiful and sustainable homes and apartments. Tim Moran of the rental company Foundation Housing on Friday afternoon said arrangements are being made with a contractor to get the needed equipment to the site to deal with the brick issue. He said he expects the affected section of State Street could be open in about a week. In Broome County Court, 45-year-old Eric Gross of Johnson City entered a plea of guilty to the felony charge of sexual conduct against a child in the second degree. Gross admitted that in 2008 in the city of Binghamton and in the village of Johnson City, he engaged in sexual contact with a child under 13 years old. Gross will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by 10 years post-release supervision on May 9th. He will also be required to register as a sex offender under the New York State Sex Offender Registration Act. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said abuse cases dating back 15 years are very difficult to prosecute. This resolution saves the victim from having to testify in court and relive the crime. If you or someone you know is a victim of abuse, please contact your local police or the DA's office. During a narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force last week, the Cortland Police Department conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the city of Cortland for a traffic infraction. The operator of the vehicle, Akil Geddes, was found to be operating the vehicle without a license, while also being in possession of approximately two ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of money. The cocaine had an approximate street value of over $5,700. Mr. Geddes was transported to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to wait arraignment. 
Mr. Geddes was arraigned in Cortland City Court on February 10th and released on his own recognizance. Mr. Geddes is due to appear in the Cortland City Court on March 1st at 11 a.m. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. During another narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force, the Cortland County Sheriff's Office conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the village of Marathon for a traffic infraction. The passenger of the vehicle, Artis Quiller, fled from the traffic stop on foot. The operator of the vehicle, Anthony Perkins, then fled from the stop in the vehicle. Mr. Quiller was taken into custody after a short foot pursuit. Mr. Perkins returned to the area a short time later, still driving the vehicle where he was stopped by the New York State Police. During the investigation, it was discovered that Mr. Perkins was operating the vehicle with with a suspended driver's license. It was also discovered that the defendants were in possession of approximately four and a half ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of U.S. currency. The cocaine discovered during the investigation has an approximate street value of over $12,500. As a result of the investigation, both defendants were arrested for the above charges and transported back to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to await arraignment. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins were arraigned on February 10th, where they were both remanded to the Cortland County Jail on no bail. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins are due to appear in the town of Marathon Court on February 15th. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. The IRS says most relief checks issued by states last year won't be subject to federal taxes, providing late guidance as taxpayers have begun filing returns. The IRS said it won't challenge the taxability of payments related to general welfare and disaster, meaning taxpayers who receive those checks won't have to pay federal taxes on those direct payments. The guidance on Friday came a week after the IRS told payment recipients to delay filing taxes. All told, the IRS said special payments were made by 21 states in 2022. A U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden. It was the fourth such downing in eight days. Pentagon officials believe the latest military strike in an extraordinary chain of events over U.S. airspace has no peacetime precedent. The head of NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, General Glenn Verherk, says part of the reason for the repeated shootdowns is a heightened alert following a spy balloon from China that emerged over U.S. airspace in late January. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, sunny with a high near 49 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 30. Wind could gust as high as 24 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 33. Wind gusts as high as 24 miles per hour. Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Winds as high as 29 miles per hour. And Wednesday night, partly cloudy, a low near 42 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that. Of we're... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 
7.43 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with James Kelly. So let's get into it. Let's break down that little football game that happened yesterday. I have to say, for 95% of the game, one of the best games I've ever seen. One of the best. But that last five minutes, man, that was horrible. That was just, that was the worst way to end that game. Just watching Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs just wait, run the clock out, and knee it down for the game-winning field goal. That was the most anticlimactic ending that that game could have possibly had. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes played well, despite the injured ankle. Played very well, as did Jalen Hurts. And I think the big difference in the game, really why the Eagles didn't win, well, that fumble by Jalen Hurts that resulted in a touchdown for the Chiefs. That wasn't good. And I think you can point to that and say that was really the difference in the game. Up to that point, the Chiefs really didn't have anything going on offense. They scored on their first drive. But beyond that, started to fall apart a little bit. And in the second half, Patrick Mahomes got the ball more. The thing they kept bringing up on the broadcast was that Patrick Mahomes had barely been on the field. And the Chiefs scored on their first drive and then got the forced fumble touchdown on the next drive or the one after that. And Patrick Mahomes was just off the field the entire time. That's not what you want to see in the first half of the game. Of course, Mahomes got a lot more action in the second half. The Chiefs getting a lot more time of possession. Managed to win the game. But overall, I thought great game. I'm really impressed with Jalen Hurts. We already know what Patrick Mahomes is. This is Jalen Hurts' first time doing this. Playing the last game of the season. So I thought he played really well. I also love that the Eagles just went right to the quarterback sneak. Every time it was third and close or fourth and close, they knew what they were doing. They just went right to the sneak. And it worked, I think, every time. I don't think Jalen Hurts got stopped one time. Maybe once on a third down, but then they got it on fourth. And, of course, the two running touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. Great game overall. 745, you're listening to WMBF. At on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, but could see some icy conditions in some areas. So drive safely out there, and if you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 26 degrees outside. Today sunny with a high near 50. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 31, wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 36. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 44 degrees. 749, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. 
From ABC News Tech Trends, the Chiefs may have won yesterday's big game, but today the likely winner is Big Tech. Yesterday, fans enjoyed Rihanna at the halftime show, which means today... The day after the Super Bowl, whoever's performed on the on the Super Bowl halftime show, their streams and sales go through the roof. Jeff Beer is a staff editor at Fast Company. He says Rihanna's performance is good news for halftime show sponsor Apple, which took over from Pepsi this year. This is a halftime show presented by a company who's has products directly tied to what is being presented. YouTube is expected to see major traffic today as well. The idea that this is where people come to watch Super Bowl ads outside of the game. So let's set up a hub here. Another winner, Netflix, which partnered up on Super Bowl ads with General Motors and Michelob Ultra's ads around uh, Caddyshack-themed thoughts pointing to its uh, its new uh, golf documentary series around the PGA. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Texting pri- on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Patrick Mahomes was magical when the Kansas City Chiefs desperately needed him to pull off another Super Bowl comeback. Playing on an injured ankle, Mahomes threw two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and scrambled 26 yards on the go-ahead drive before Harrison Butker kicked a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left to give the Chiefs a 38-35 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. The Chiefs won their second NFL title in four years, and two-time NFL MVP Mahomes earned his second Super Bowl MVP award. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts excelled in the first Super Bowl matchup featuring two black starting quarterbacks, but Mahomes turned it up in the second half after re-aggravating a sprained right ankle. Some basketball action. Jalen Brunson scored 22 of his 38 points in the first half. Josh Hart had 11 points off the bench in his Knicks debut, and New York outlasted the Utah Jazz 126-120. Julius Randle added 31 for New York, which has won 3 of 4. R.J. Barrett scored 20 points before fouling out, and Emmanuel quickly finished with 15. Hart was acquired Wednesday night from Portland. He added 7 rebounds and 4 assists. Laurie Markkinen scored 29 points to lead the Jazz, who lost for the fourth time in five games. Jordan Clarkson had 24. Talon Horton Tucker added 23 off the bench, and Colin Sexton finished with 15. Joel Embiid had 37 points and 13 rebounds. James Harden scored 29 points in his first game in Brooklyn since being traded a year ago to begin a big three breakup. And the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Nets 101-98. The 76ers got a victory instead of overtime when Spencer Dinwiddie's three-pointer was ruled too late after a video review. Harden added six rebounds and six assists after being booed in introductions and then early in the game. He had arrived in January 2021 to play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, then asked out and was gone just 13 months later, swapped in a deal for Ben Simmons at last year's trade deadline. Harden isn't surprised Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wanted out of Brooklyn, having tired quickly of the dysfunction he saw in his brief time with the Nets and asking out. He says he just didn't ask to leave for no reason. Harden was traded to Philadelphia at the 2022 trade deadline. By the time he came back Saturday for the first time in the regular season, just a year later, Durant and Irving were also gone. He wouldn't specify his reasons for souring so quickly, but made clear he felt there were problems within the Nets organization. Some local basketball action, Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco had 20 points apiece in Binghamton's 80-66 overtime victory against Albany on Saturday. Bearcats are now 11-13 with the win, and the Great Danes fell to 6-21. The Bearcats 7-4 in America East play. Conference tournament approaching rapidly. 
Some hockey action. Artemi Panarin scored four goals to help the New York Rangers blow open a close game late and beat the Carolina Hurricanes 6-2. Panarin scored three times in the third period for his first hat trick since 2019. Mika Zimanejad and Capo Caco also scored for New York, and Jaroslav Halak made 27 saves. For the Islanders, Mike Matheson scored in overtime to lift the Montreal Canadiens over the New York Islanders 4-3. Brock Nelson, Bo Horvat, and Matt Martin scored for the Islanders, and Noah Dobson collected two assists. Semyon Varlamov made 27 saves as New York suffered back-to-back losses. And the Calgary Flames scored four times in just over five minutes in their 7-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres. Dylan Dube had a goal and three assists for Calgary, and Tyler Toffoli had two goals and an assist. Jacob Pelletier, Michael Backlund, Nazem Kadri, and Dennis Gilbert also scored, while Jacob Markstrom made 21 saves. Tage Thompson and Casey Middlesat scored for the Sabres, and goalie Uko Pekka-Lukanen made 33 saves. After falling behind 2-0, the Flames took control with a dominant second-period surge. And Derek Jeter will be part of Fox Sports' MLB studio coverage for the coming season. Fox Sports made the announcement during its Super Bowl pregame show. Former teammate Alex Rodriguez hugged Jeter as he came on stage and presented him with a Fox Sports baseball jersey. Jeter also joins fellow Hall of Famer David Ortiz and host Kevin Burkhart as part of the studio team. 7.59, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News with James Kelly. Got one more hour to go before Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. ABC News up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 13th. You're listening to WMBF. The first licensed cannabis shop in upstate New York is open for business in downtown Binghamton. Damien Cornwell's On Point Cannabis was awarded a retail license by regulators in November. The Just Breathe shop at 75 Court Street has sold hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. The arduous licensing process for Cornwell was completed on Tuesday with official word from the state and approval of a special use permit by the Binghamton Planning Commission. Cornwell will own and operate the Binghamton store in a partnership with the Broome County Urban League. The business will open daily at noon and will close at 8 p.m. Monday through Wednesday, 9 p.m. Thursday, 10 p.m. Friday, and 9 p.m. Saturday. The store will be closed on Sundays. While expressing excitement that the shop now is in operation, Cornwell acknowledged there's pressure to do the right thing with the state's first licensed store outside New York City. For the first several days, Just Breathe will be selling cannabis products only to people who visit the Court Street location. It plans to launch a delivery service on February 17th. Various businesses have operated at the site of the new legal marijuana retailer. For decades, W.T. Grant Company had a store in the building. The place housed a Barbara Moss clothing store in the 1990s. It also was briefly home to the Urban League's Urban Star Vintage Boutique. Binghamton officials have ordered the entrances to a downtown restaurant closed until further notice because of concerns about the possibility of falling bricks. Matthew Jones of Burger Monday said the dining room and bar won't be operating until further notice. A small section of a parapet, a wall along the roof of the building at 23 Henry Street, collapsed Thursday morning. Several bricks fell to the sidewalk and onto State Street. Jones said the restaurant will be open for takeout only during normal hours. He expressed disappointment that customers won't be able to dine in for the time being. He said it's horrible. 
The business pivoted to the takeout model in the early weeks of the COVID-19 pandemic. A Syracuse area partnership acquired the five-story building for $2.2 million in August 2021. The owners had been planning to renovate the property. In a Facebook post, Laney Vasallo, one of the partners in the ownership group, wrote that a mason was quickly contacted after the owners learned of the falling bricks. Vasallo indicated efforts are underway to address the problem as quickly as possible. She said the company has worked to transform neglected properties into more beautiful and sustainable homes and apartments. Tim Moran of the rental company Foundation Housing on Friday afternoon said arrangements are being made with a contractor to get the needed equipment to the site to deal with the brick issue. He said he expects the affected section of State Street could be open in about a week. In Broome County Court, 45-year-old Eric Gross of Johnson City entered a plea of guilty to the felony charge of sexual conduct against a child in the second degree. Gross admitted that in 2008 in the city of Binghamton and in the village of Johnson City, he engaged in sexual contact with a child under 13 years old. Gross will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by 10 years post-release supervision on May 9th. He will also be required to register as a sex offender under the New York State Sex Offender Registration Act. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said abuse cases dating back 15 years are very difficult to prosecute. This resolution saves the victim from having to testify in court and relive the crime. If you or someone you know is a victim of abuse, please contact your local police or the DA's office. During a narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force last week, the Cortland Police Department conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the city of Cortland for a traffic infraction. The operator of the vehicle, Akil Geddes, was found to be operating the vehicle without a license, while also being in possession of approximately two ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of money. The cocaine had an approximate street value of over $5,700. Mr. Geddes was transported to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to wait arraignment. Mr. Geddes was arraigned in Cortland City Court on February 10th and released on his own recognizance. Mr. Geddes is due to appear in the Cortland City Court on March 1st at 11 a.m. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. During another narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force, the Cortland County Sheriff's Office conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the village of Marathon for a traffic infraction. The passenger of the vehicle, Artis Quiller, fled from the traffic stop on foot. The operator of the vehicle, Anthony Perkins, then fled from the stop in the vehicle. Mr. Quiller was taken into custody after a short foot pursuit. Mr. Perkins returned to the area a short time later, still driving the vehicle where he was stopped by the New York State Police. During the investigation, it was discovered that Mr. Perkins was operating the vehicle with with a suspended driver's license. It was also discovered that the defendants were in possession of approximately four and a half ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of U.S. currency. The cocaine discovered during the investigation has an approximate street value of over $12,500. As a result of the investigation, both defendants were arrested for the above charges and transported back to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to await arraignment. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins were arraigned on February 10th, where they were both remanded to the Cortland County Jail on no bail. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins are due to appear in the town of Marathon Court on February 15th. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. The IRS says most relief checks issued by states last year won't be subject to federal taxes, providing late guidance as taxpayers have begun filing returns. The IRS said it won't challenge the taxability of payments related to general welfare and disaster, meaning taxpayers who receive those checks won't have to pay federal taxes on those direct payments. The guidance on Friday came a week after the IRS told payment recipients to delay filing taxes. All told, the IRS said special payments were made by 21 states in 2022. A U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden. 
It was the fourth such downing in eight days. Pentagon officials believe the latest military strike in an extraordinary chain of events over U.S. airspace has no peacetime precedent. The head of NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, General Glenn Verherk, says part of the reason for the repeated shootdowns is a heightened alert following a spy balloon from China that emerged over U.S. airspace in late January. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, sunny with a high near 49 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 30. Wind could gust as high as 24 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 33. Wind gusts as high as 24 miles per hour. Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Winds as high as 29 miles per hour. And Wednesday night, partly cloudy, a low near 42 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Texting privacy. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Eight thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with me, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, but could see some icy conditions in some areas, so drive safely out there, and if you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 30 degrees outside. Today, sunny with a high near 50. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 31. Wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night, increase in clouds, a low near 36. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 44 degrees. It's 814. You're listening to WMBF. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose. To fight for the amazing life you made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. You wash your... This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, 
you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Eight seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Patrick Mahomes was magical when the Kansas City Chiefs desperately needed him to pull off another Super Bowl comeback. Playing on an injured ankle, Mahomes threw two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and scrambled 26 yards on the go-ahead drive before Harrison Butker kicked a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left to give the Chiefs a 38-35 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. The Chiefs won their second NFL title in four years, and two-time NFL MVP Mahomes earned his second Super Bowl MVP award. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts excelled in their first Super Bowl matchup featuring two black starting quarterbacks, but Mahomes turned it up in the second half after re-aggravating a sprained right ankle. Some basketball action, Jalen Brunson scored 22 of his 38 points in the first half, Josh Hart had 11 points off the bench in his Knicks debut, and New York outlasted the Utah Jazz 126-120. Julius Randle added 31 for New York, which has won 3 of 4. R.J. Barrett scored 20 points before fouling out, and Emmanuel quickly finished with 15. Hart was acquired Wednesday night from Portland. He added seven rebounds and four assists. Laurie Markinen scored 29 points to lead the Jazz, who lost for the fourth time in five games. Jordan Clarkson had 24. Taylor Horton Tucker added 23 off the bench. And Colin Sexton finished with 15. For the Nets, Joel Embiid had 37 points and 13 rebounds. James Harden scored 29 points in his first game in Brooklyn since being traded a year ago to begin a big three breakup. And the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Nets 101-98. The 76ers got a victory instead of overtime when Spencer Dinwiddie's three-pointer was ruled too late after a video review. Harden added six rebounds and six assists after being booed in introductions and then early in the game. He had arrived in January 2021 to play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, then asked out and was gone just 13 months later, swapped in a deal for Ben Simmons at last year's trade deadline. Harden isn't surprised Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wanted out of Brooklyn, having tired quickly of the dysfunction he saw in his brief time with the Nets. He says he didn't just ask to leave for no reason. Harden was traded to Philadelphia at the 2022 trade deadline. By the time he came back Saturday for the first time in the regular season, just a year later, Durant and Irving were also gone. He wouldn't specify his reasons for souring so quickly, but made clear he felt there were problems within the Nets' organization. Some local basketball action. Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco had 20 points apiece in Binghamton's 80-66 overtime victory against Albany on Saturday. The Bearcats are now 11-13 with the win, and the Great Danes fell to 6-21. The Bearcats 7-4 in America East play. Conference tournament coming up rapidly. Some hockey action. Artemi Panarin scored four goals to help the New York Rangers blow open a close game late and beat the Carolina Hurricanes 6-2. Panarin scored three times in the third period for his first hat trick since 2019. Mika Zimanejad and Capo Caco also scored for New York, and Jaroslav Halak made 27 saves. 
Tuvo Teravainen and Jesperi Kotkanime scored for Carolina. The first-place Hurricanes had carried a seven-game winning streak out of the All-Star break. The Rangers have won both meetings this season after eliminating the Hurricanes last year in a seven-game playoff series. For the Islanders, Mike Matheson scored in overtime to lift the Montreal Canadiens over the New York Islanders 4-3. Nick Suzuki broke open a nine-game scoring drought, while Justin Barrow and Kirby Dock added third-period goals. Mike Hoffman collected three assists, and Samuel Montembolt made 27 saves. Brock Nelson, Bo Horvat, and Matt Martin scored for the Islanders, and Noah Dobson collected two assists. Semyon Varlamov made 27 saves, as New York suffered back-to-back losses. And the Calgary Flames scored four times in just over five minutes in their 7-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres. Dylan Dube had a goal and three assists for Calgary, and Tyler Toffoli had two goals and an assist. Jacob Pelletier, Michael Backlund, Nazem Kadri, and Dennis Gilbert also scored, while Jacob Markstrom made 21 saves. Tage Thompson and Casey Middlestat scored for the Sabres, and goalie Uko Pekka Lukanen made 33 saves. After falling behind 2-0, the Flames took control with a dominant second-period surge. And Derek Jeter will be part of Fox Sports' MLB studio coverage for the coming season. Fox Sports made the announcement during its Super Bowl pregame show. Former teammate Alex Rodriguez hugged Jeter as he came on stage and presented him with a Fox Sports baseball jersey. Jeter also joins fellow Hall of Famer David Ortiz and host Kevin Burkhart as part of their studio team. Jeter and Rodriguez played together on the New York Yankees for 10 seasons, but their relationship wasn't close. Jeter said last season during Rodriguez's ESPN show, Sunday Night Baseball, that the two had met to talk and clear things up. It's 822 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. A rocky week in the stock market ended Friday with the Dow Jones gaining 169 points to close at 33,869. The Standard & Poor's 500 picked up two-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite gave up six-tenths to close out last week. Falling demand pushed down crude oil prices this morning after a two-percent surge on Friday, prompted by Russia's decision to curtail its output. West Texas Intermediate Crude was at 79.04 a barrel this morning. That's down 68 cents since Friday. Rising home prices are opening the door for more homeowners to tap into the equity they built up. Credit Bureau TransUnion says the number of new home equity loans jumped 47% in the third quarter of 2022. Rising inflation appears to be driving more consumers back to their old fast food habits. As fast, casual, and sit-down restaurants struggle to attract customers, McDonald's same-store sales climbed 10% in the latest quarter. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Attention. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 826 on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You ever wonder why you get more colds and flu in the winter? After all, there are plenty of germs swirling around in the spring and summer months as well. Well, there's probably a lot of reasons. But researchers at Harvard Medical School and Northeastern University in Boston think they have figured out another one. And it's because the cold air itself damages the immune response occurring inside the nose. According to this new study, reducing the temperature inside the nose by as little as 9 degrees Fahrenheit kills nearly 50% of the billions of virus and bacteria-fighting cells in the nostrils. So, keeping your nose warm, in theory, could actually help boost your immunity. Now, there are other ways to do that, obviously, including putting an even greater emphasis on healthy eating 
and getting enough sleep. And don't forget about one of the most important things you can do. Simply wash your hands. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Has the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned? Would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both reveal how to protect your savings in uncertain times. It's absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs with six times more vitamin D, ten times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Eight twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roads this morning. We could see some icy conditions this morning. So drive safely out there. If you see anything crazy going on, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 30 degrees outside. Today sunny with a high near 50 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 31. Wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 36. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 44 degrees. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. You're once. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. I'm going to put on a show at this famous theater. Magic Mike's last dance bowed in first at the box office on a slow Super Bowl weekend. So slow, all it took was 8.2 million bucks for the third Magic Mike movie to do it. Let's get it done. Avatar The Way of Water rose a spot to second, earning 6.9 million in week eight. The 25th anniversary theatrical re-release of Titanic taking third with $6.4 million. It was a very good weekend for filmmaker James Cameron. You're not in Kansas anymore. In fact, with 2009's Avatar still the highest grossing movie of all time worldwide, Cameron's in the enviable position of watching The Way of Water and Titanic trade the third and fourth spots on that list. Harry Styles swept the Brit Awards Saturday night, the UK's Grammys equivalent, winning the four top trophies, including Artist of the Year. And Peter Gabriel is 73 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed, 
could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 13th. You're listening to WMBF. The first licensed cannabis shop in upstate New York is open for business in downtown Binghamton. Damien Cornwell's On Point Cannabis was awarded a retail license by regulators in November. The Just Breathe shop at 75 Court Street has sold hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. The arduous licensing process for Cornwell was completed on Tuesday with official word from the state and approval of a special use permit by the Binghamton Planning Commission. Cornwell will own and operate the Binghamton store in a partnership with the Broome County Urban League. The business will open daily at noon and will close at 8 p.m. Monday through Wednesday, 9 p.m. Thursday, 10 p.m. Friday, and 9 p.m. Saturday. The store will be closed on Sundays. While expressing excitement that the shop now is in operation, Cornwell acknowledged there's pressure to do the right thing with the state's first licensed store outside New York City. For the first several days, Just Breathe will be selling cannabis products only to people who visit the Court Street location. It plans to launch a delivery service on February 17th. Various businesses have operated at the site of the new legal marijuana retailer. For decades, W.T. Grant Company had a store in the building. The place housed a Barbara Moss clothing store in the 1990s. It also was briefly home to the Urban League's Urban Star Vintage Boutique. Binghamton officials have ordered the entrances to a downtown restaurant closed until further notice because of concerns about the possibility of falling bricks. Matthew Jones of Burger Monday said the dining room and bar won't be operating until further notice. A small section of a parapet, a wall along the roof of the building at 23 Henry Street, collapsed Thursday morning. Several bricks fell to the sidewalk and onto State Street. Jones said the restaurant will be open for takeout only during normal hours. He expressed disappointment that customers won't be able to dine in for the time being. He said it's horrible. The business pivoted to the takeout model in the early weeks of the COVID-19 pandemic. A Syracuse area partnership acquired the five-story building for $2.2 million in August 2021. The owners had been planning to renovate the property. In a Facebook post, Laney Vasallo, one of the partners in the ownership group, wrote that a mason was quickly contacted after the owners learned of the falling bricks. Vasallo indicated efforts are underway to address the problem as quickly as possible. She said the company has worked to transform neglected properties into more beautiful and sustainable homes and apartments. Tim Moran of the rental company Foundation Housing on Friday afternoon said arrangements are being made with a contractor to get the needed equipment to the site to deal with the brick issue. He said he expects the affected section of State Street could be open in about a week. In Broome County Court, 45-year-old Eric Gross of Johnson City entered a plea of guilty to the felony charge of sexual conduct against a child in the second degree. Gross admitted that in 2008, in the city of Binghamton and in the village of Johnson City, he engaged in sexual contact with a child under 13 years old. Gross will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by 10 years post-release supervision on May 9th. He will also be required to register as a sex offender under the New York State Sex Offender Registration Act. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said abuse cases dating back 15 years are very difficult to prosecute. This resolution saves the victim from having to testify in court and relive the crime. If you or someone you know is a victim of abuse, please contact your local police or the DA's office. During a narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force last week, the Cortland Police Department conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the city of Cortland for a traffic infraction. 
The operator of the vehicle, Akil Geddes, was found to be operating the vehicle without a license while also being in possession of approximately two ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of money. The cocaine had an approximate street value of over $5,700. Mr. Geddes was transported to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to wait arraignment. Mr. Geddes was arraigned in Cortland City Court on February 10th and released on his own recognizance. Mr. Geddes is due to appear in the Cortland City Court on March 1st at 11 a.m. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. During another narcotics investigation by the Cortland County Drug Task Force, the Cortland County Sheriff's Office conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle in the village of Marathon for a traffic infraction. The passenger of the vehicle, Artis Quiller, fled from the traffic stop on foot. The operator of the vehicle, Anthony Perkins, then fled from the stop in the vehicle. Mr. Quiller was taken into custody after a short foot pursuit. Mr. Perkins returned to the area a short time later, still driving the vehicle where he was stopped by the New York State Police. During the investigation, it was discovered that Mr. Perkins was operating the vehicle with with a suspended driver's license. It was also discovered that the defendants were in possession of approximately four and a half ounces of cocaine and an undisclosed amount of U.S. currency. The cocaine discovered during the investigation has an approximate street value of over $12,500. As a result of the investigation, both defendants were arrested for the above charges and transported back to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office for processing and to await arraignment. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins were arraigned on February 10th, where they were both remanded to the Cortland County Jail on no bail. Mr. Quiller and Mr. Perkins are due to appear in the town of Marathon Court on February 15th. The investigation is ongoing and further charges are possible. The IRS says most relief checks issued by states last year won't be subject to federal taxes, providing late guidance as taxpayers have begun filing returns. The IRS said it won't challenge the taxability of payments related to general welfare and disaster, meaning taxpayers who receive those checks won't have to pay federal taxes on those direct payments. The guidance on Friday came a week after the IRS told payment recipients to delay filing taxes. All told, the IRS said special payments were made by 21 states in 2022. A U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden. It was the fourth such downing in eight days. Pentagon officials believe the latest military strike in an extraordinary chain of events over U.S. airspace has no peacetime precedent. The head of NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, General Glenn Verherk, says part of the reason for the repeated shootdowns is a heightened alert following a spy balloon from China that emerged over U.S. airspace in late January. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, sunny with a high near 49 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 30. Wind could gust as high as 24 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 33. Wind gusts as high as 24 miles per hour. Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Winds as high as 29 miles per hour. And Wednesday night, partly cloudy, a low near 42 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy, but the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps, 
or inflammatory bowel disease, ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. Now, besides the big football game that happened yesterday, there's a lot of other stuff that people love about that particular Sunday. Obviously, the commercials. Thought the commercials were pretty good this year. Nothing like it was, I'd say, like 10 years ago. I don't know. When when did Bud Light start the dilly-dilly thing? I think that was the, the best it got for Super Bowl commercials. That hasn't been quite the same since then. But I thought the commercials overall were pretty good. That 2B commercial got everybody. Made it look like you were changing the channel. Very unchill. And not one time in my life will I ever scan a QR code from a commercial. I'm just not going to do it. I don't care what the QR code is for. I'm just not going to do it. I shouldn't have to work for a commercial. Commercials are annoying. They interrupt our television. So it's bad enough we have a commercial, but then I got to work to see what the commercial is actually for? No. No chance. Never am I going to open a QR code commercial. I thought Rihanna did really well in the halftime show as well. Like Over the last couple of years, they kind of uh, toned down the, let's say, pageantry of it all. Like when the weekend did it and he had his whole House of Mirrors thing. It was a little bit, you know, you're doing too much, my guy. Calm down. Now, Rihanna, nice and simple. Also turns out she's pregnant. Didn't know that ahead of time. And people started to wonder while she was performing. And I think ESPN confirmed it, that she is pregnant. And good for her. And she was at least like 50 feet up in the air. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any issues out on the Binghamton roads this morning, but could see some icy conditions in some areas. So drive safely out there. If you see anything causing traffic, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 30 degrees outside. Today sunny with a high near 50. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 31. Wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 45. Tomorrow night, increase in clouds, a low near 36. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 56. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 44 degrees. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Cell phone radiation is back in the news, and here's what you need to know. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Be prepared for the unexpected. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. 
Your cell phone emits radiation even when you're not using it because it's always in contact with the nearest cell phone tower. Our government says the radiation can't harm you. But ProPublica reports that both the FCC and FDA base that on over 20-year-old data. And there's new research proving health risks even if our exposure is below those limits. This radiation can affect fetal development and perhaps even trigger some forms of cancer. New studies of people living near cell towers list an array of health complaints. Dizziness, nausea, headaches, tendinitis, insomnia. For now, play it safe. Never put a cell phone to your ear. This is especially true for children. And pregnant women, keep that phone away from both your heads and your bellies at all times. You can be the smartest person in the room. Get my daily longer podcast called Kim Commando today. Dell Technologies President's Day business event starts now with deals to power America's doers and dreamers. Save on select performance business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. And don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories. Plus, get free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL for President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL, 877-ASK-DELL. Tim, we need to talk. I just can't get over that rate increase from Verizon and AT&T last year. We'll switch to T-Mobile and get their price lock guarantee. They won't raise our rates for talk, text, and data ever. Oh, we're switching today. Switch to T-Mobile and get four lines for 25 bucks a line with our price lock guarantee. We won't raise the price of your rate plan for talk, text, and data ever. Four lines for $25 per line with auto pay, plus taxes and fees. $5 more per month without auto pay. Price lock for qualifying services excludes taxes, fees, select promos, and third-party services. See T-Mobile.com for details. News Radio 1290 WMBF 8.55 on WMBF Time for a sports update Patrick Mahomes was magical when the Kansas City Chiefs desperately needed him to pull off another Super Bowl comeback Playing on an injured ankle Mahomes threw two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and scrambled 26 yards on the go-ahead drive before Harrison Butker kicked a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left to give the Chiefs a 38-35 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. The Chiefs won their second NFL title in four years, and two-time NFL MVP Mahomes earned his second Super Bowl MVP award. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts excelled in the first Super Bowl matchup featuring two black starting quarterbacks, but Mahomes turned it up in the second half after re-aggravating a sprained right ankle. Some basketball action. Jalen Brunson scored 22 of his 38 points in the first half. Josh Hart had 11 points off the bench in his Knicks debut. And New York outlasted the Utah Jazz 126-120. to Julius Randle added 31 for New York, which has won 3 of 4. R.J. Barrett scored 20 points before fouling out. And Emmanuel quickly finished with 15. Hart was acquired Wednesday night from Portland. He added 7 rebounds and 4 assists. Laurie Markkinen scored 29 points to lead the Jazz, who lost for the fourth time in five games. Jordan Clarkson had 24, Talon Horton-Tucker added 23 off the bench, and Colin Sexton finished with 15. Joel Embiid had 37 points and 13 rebounds. James Harden scored 29 points in his first game in Brooklyn since being traded a year ago to begin a big three breakup. And the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Nets 101-98. The 76ers got a victory instead of overtime when Spencer Dinwiddie's three-pointer was ruled too late after a video review. Harden added six rebounds and six assists after being booed in introductions and then early in the game. He had arrived in January 2021 to play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, then asked out and was gone just 13 months later, swapped in a deal for Ben Simmons and last year's trade deadline. 
Harden isn't surprised Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wanted out of Brooklyn, having tired quickly of the dysfunction he saw in his brief time with the Nets. He says he didn't just ask to leave for no reason. Harden was traded to Philadelphia at the 2022 trade deadline. By the time he came back Saturday for the first time in the regular season just a year later, Durant and Irving were also gone. He wouldn't specify his reasons for souring so quickly, but made clear he felt there were problems within the Nets organization. Some local basketball action, Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco had 20 points apiece in Binghamton's 80-66 overtime victory against Albany on Saturday. The Bearcats are now 11-13 with the win, and the Great Danes fell to 6-21. The Bearcats 7-4 in America East play. Conference tournament coming up. A tight conference should be an exciting tournament. The winner going on to the big tournament in March, you know the one. Some hockey action, our team Panarin scored four goals to help the New York Rangers blow open a close game late and beat the Carolina Hurricanes 6-2. For the Islanders, Mike Matheson scored in overtime to lift the Montreal Canadiens over the New York Islanders 4-3. Brock Nelson, Bo Horvat, and Matt Martin scored for the Islanders, and Noah Dobson collected two assists. And the Calgary Flames scored four times in just over five minutes in their 7-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres. Tage Thompson and Casey Middlestat scored for the Sabres, and goalie Uko Pekalukkanen made 33 saves. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. Does your ch- this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 